Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Ranger Show. I am joined this evening with a very, very special guest. It is Thomas Grant Wilsey. How the hell are you? I'm doing very good. Thanks, Phil. Uh, thanks for having me on the show again. Privilege to be here um, from sunny New Zealand for a change. So it's, uh, it's good to be back to some more weather. Excellent. So happy that you're able to join us. This and every single episode of the Jacks Rangers show is sponsored by our good friends over at Incafi. Ladies and gentlemen, Incafi, go follow them on Instagram, um, is a small business that focuses on manufacturing T-shirts and embroidery patches. They do a fantastic job with those patches, guys, in the United States. They're right on Route 1, right near Gillette Stadium in Walpole. If you want to get T-shirts done, you cannot go wrong by calling my buddy Carlos. Um, give him a call and let him know that TJRS sent you and you'll get 15% off of your order. Check out their website, Incafi.com. Wills, you are free, the Free Jacks Academy and Community Manager. Uh, I wanted to have you on here to discuss, uh, you know, some things, but let's kind of get into, you know, you're back in New Zealand right now. You're joining us from the future. I called you Marty McFly earlier before we got, we went live, but uh, love the t-shirt. I gave you compliments on that as well. What's, what's going on down there in New Zealand? Yeah, man, basically um, just an opportunity to, to been a pretty all go year, as you know, so just an opportunity I guess, to hit the refresh button before all the craziness starts all over again. But um. No, I had to return home for some visa, visa obligations in all seriousness. So I managed to uh, squeeze a bit of an extended holiday out of out of Mags and TK. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> very good. Back back here to the end of Jan. I'm, I'm doing a bit of, a little bit of cricket work on the side. Um, but Excellent. yeah, I'll still be still be online in a reduced capacity. Very good. You know, we just had Mason Cook um, on the show in the last episode. He's famous for a mustache. Have you ever really considered growing one yourself? I wonder what that would look like. Well, I think the the problem is uh, genetics don't allow me to. So, um, okay. okay, I have tried, and I think it just comes about like fluff, like peach fuzz. So, um, very good. Hey, look, never say never. Maybe I'll get a, a late a late boost of um whatever you call it to make me grow some hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, the reason why I have a mustache is I can't grow a beard in this area. It looks really bad when it comes in. It's all right. of my hillbilly DNA from the Appalachian Mountains. So, yeah, it's a good. You got that. a good mustache though. You got a really good mustache. <laughs> I it's appreciate iconic. that. Yeah, I agree. It's it is pretty iconic for sure, especially in in rugby communities. Um, what's your take on Toronto and New York folding? I, I know that Bozo posted a uh, an interesting meme. By the way, that that is not the Jacks Ranger show that posted that. It was specifically Bozo that posted that. I did laugh at it, uh, but uh, yeah, what's your take on them folding? Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that meme, but um, yeah, like from my perspective, like I I, I take the look of it that people people players and staff have lost their, their jobs you know and, and for me i know what that's like obviously i'm extremely fortunate to work in the the industry of rugby and, and never take it for granted but you know there's people there that have have just lost their their source of income right so yeah i always take that that stab at it and no matter the the rivalry in sport or whatever like we've lost two teams out of the league and, and people have lost their their jobs and, and players have lost their ability to to do what they love and that's play the game in rugby so yeah for me that's how i look at it it's, it's extremely unfortunate so um yeah 
I agree a thousand percent. I, you know, I'm on record as saying it's a sad day when both of those teams folded for sure. Um, you know, obviously the rivalry with New York um, is, is a thing uh, with yeah. New England teams against New York, but you never want to see people out of a job and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Sports entertainment, that's that industry is tough, man. So yeah, it's, it's just a real shame. It, it, those two strong markets, hopefully we'll have future uh, iterations um, for those franchises down the road, but it sucks yeah. right now for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see them back. Like, you know, New York's such a massive sport in the market and, yep. and I need to have rugby there in order for it to succeed fully in mm-hmm. America. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll see them back. But, yeah, at the moment, obviously, yeah, doom and gloom, sad. Uh, yeah, doom and gloom for sure is something that I've mentioned in chats, you know, because people are just really, really negative right now. There's a lot of worried fans out there, I'm sure. You know, I'm not one of them. Ultimately, the strong will survive, folks. That's my belief with this sort of yep. stuff. Expansion and retraction is natural in professional sports uh, and in early leagues. And uh, we're going to talk about the strength of this organization that we're all so proud of here in a moment because we've got a very, very exciting announcement. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it on social media that the Free Jacks, uh, specifically our independent squad, will be headed over to Northern Ireland, flying into Dublin, and then heading up to Belfast uh, in May. So let's talk about that. I know you're super excited about that as well. Um, The independents are, of course, the development pathway team for the Free Jacks. But how did this come about? Yeah, great, great question. So um, obviously, we've we've had some pre-existing relationships with URC clubs from our, our Cara Cup days. So um, that was sort of, you know, that's an early, early inception of, of the Free Jacks and was sort of before my time. Um, mm-hmm. But over the past sort of year and a, and, and a bit, um, you know, me and Max have always really wanted to try and get tours started for our academy. Mm-hmm. And we sort of trialled that this year with the New York Sevens. We spent some teams down there. Um, but doing an international tour has always been, you know, one box that would really like to tick. So, um I'd sent a few emails out to the Scottish Rugby Union and, and Irish Rugby Union was sort of was sort of blanks, you know, didn't really get many responses, which um which is which is fair enough. They probably received thousands of emails a day. Um, <laughs> right. And our, our new CFO, Dave Jones, uh, who recently joined the, the organization, actually had a contact at Ulster Rugby. Um, his nephew plays for them and he is Oh yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. So and he, he also knew their academy manager through a friend. So um, basically, he passed on his email, and and after a, you know a month back and forth and a few Zoom calls, we were able to establish a match and and have just been putting the pieces together in place, um, you know, to make sure that it's affordable for us to go, and it's going to be epic. Yeah, super, super excited for it. Same here, man. I, I got to meet uh, the gentleman that you're talking about at the uh, the jersey reveal, I believe, and uh, really yeah. enjoyed talking to him. Very, very cool. I'm super excited to get over there as well. I'll be joining you guys. Uh, you know, uh, in, in case anybody was not aware, I'm definitely going to be making the trip as well. Um, let's talk about uh, when is the game actually going to be played uh, and where? Do we know that information yet? Yeah, so the game will be played on the 16th of May. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a Thursday afternoon. It'll be, it'll be played at three pm, um, okay. and it'll be played at their at their home stadium, which is Kingspan Stadium in Belfast. So Excellent. that's where the same Ulster team play. And um, I only got confirmation of the venue about a week ago, so I was really pumped that we're able to get on there on their stadium. You know, um, that's really cool. It's a, yeah, really historical venue, but that's just going to add to the experience. You know, for the players, um, certainly a lot better than playing on a on a club ground if you. You've got grandstands all around you. It adds to the atmosphere. So, yeah. Really 100%. Nice. 
Yeah, man, this is going to be great. I'm super excited about that. Um, you know, we've talked about specifically me. I've lobbied since the very beginning, probably 2020 is when I started talking about this, having another Kara Cup. Um, and obviously, you know, the Free Jacks are now in MLR. They did that prior to joining MLR. Um, so, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like our preseason is in January and February now, and those teams are, you know, it, it would be a weird setup to try to get them back mm. over here or go over there at that time of the year. So this kind of is like a mini Kara cup in my mind. And that's exactly what I've been asking for, or, you know, just kind of shouting out, uh, into the distance there mm. for years now. So I'm, I'm really pumped. I've never been over there. You know, we're going to fly into Dublin and then head on up uh, with the train up there to Belfast. And I'm going to be there for six days. So I'm just really, really super excited. We talk about every single season. We get the Outriders together when the schedule drops, which hasn't happened yet. But when that does, we always talk about our dream away trip. Well, mine is going to this. Obviously, it's not the actual, you know, Free Jacks 23 that's going to be making that trip. But for me, this is like... You know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to go over there and, and and see some good rugby and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. and for the players too. I mean, you know, for them to be able to go over and and, and take on a team like Ulster. Yes, it's just huge for these guys. You know, and that's for the longevity of our academy. You know, to to keep getting games against high quality opposition is at the forefront of our our minds. And you know, you can't go past Ulster for being. Um, you know, a, a lack of quality, that's for sure. Absolutely. Now let's talk about the independents because some fans might, you know, not immediately recognize what the independents are, how they fit into the pathway, that sort of thing. So how are those guys chosen and what's the criteria um, for them? Yeah, nice. So basically when the independence was first established um, to be the, the developmental side for the Fruity Jacks, uh, there was really no, no restriction on age um you know anyone can turn up and, and trial and over the past year and a half we've decided to sort of remodel it to more of a u23 collegiate focused okay and in all seriousness if we're going to develop mlr players and and get the next wave coming through we really need to focus on that that collegiate level because that's when you know that's when they need the most the most time in the sector that's when they need the most um, high level coaching and and things like that so mm-hmm. We've reshaped it to a U23, which really fits in well with our collegiate all-stars program, um, which takes place in Austin. Yes. So basically how we select that is is we hold um, we hold the ID camps for the all-stars. That gets the best 70 collegiate players in the area into that program. Mm-hmm. So it's a really good way for us to, to see what's out there, see the full spread of players. And then we select the, the independent spring, the spring season team from that. Um, okay. We also hold a, a couple of ID ID sessions in May, but um, yeah, I mean, as you know, in, in rugby communities, like word spreads pretty quickly, and we're pretty fortunate enough to have such an awesome network of collegiate coaches that are always nominating players and and keeping us aware of who we need to keep our eyes on. And, and yeah, I'm pretty pretty pumped. We've almost got our Ulster squad sort of fully nailed down. There's a, a couple more spots that are still up for grabs, but um, wow, it's really cool to to sort of have that solidified this early. I mean, that's very encouraging to hear that we're going to have these guys already selected in the, in the coming uh, days or weeks. To, to yeah. sc- These guys are g- going to know that they're going to be making that trip over there uh, to Belfast. So that's very, very exciting for them. Uh, you talked about coaches a moment ago. There's a lot of great collegiate co- uh, coaches, as you were saying. Who were some of the coaching staff for the independents? 
Yeah, so last year, obviously with the All-Stars program, we're lucky we've got about nine or ten coaches that go on that trip. Um, and that's, yeah, your Dave LaFleur from Brown has obviously done some amazing work with that program. We've got Cole Sumption from Dartmouth. Yeah. Um, we have Colton Carabiaga, who's just joined the Harvard program. Um, he's come from Life University, so he's oh, a wow. really yeah, really awesome young up-and-coming coach. Um, and then your familiar faces like Thomas Clark, uh, TC, Ed Turbity from Northeastern. Um, I'm probably missing a few names. There's uh down from Roger Williams, uh, Palumbo, Chris Palumbo. So, so yeah, that's nice. to name a few. And, yeah. and then in our spring season last year, we had Ed Turbity and TC sort of driving that. Um, okay. Um, so next year, sort of going to get Colton and, and Cobb Mullen mm-hmm. for the mix with that program, which will be really exciting to, to have their knowledge in there. Because um, I think, you know, those are two coaches that are, are really on that, you know, coaching pathway here in america and can potentially you know one day end up in mlr yeah absolutely i mean what's really kind of cool about this is obviously the players have this potential to make their way up uh into the mlr into the free jack specifically uh but the coaches you know can also you know highlight themselves and learn as well and you know hopefully uh get uh, jobs down the road at higher levels and stuff like that that's all it's all part of the pathway it's not just about the players it's also about the coaches and stuff like that as well um mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about some famous free jacks that have made their way through the independence. It's not just uh, free jacks that are currently on the team, but also other MLR players. Give us some names out there that people might recognize. Yeah, so Connor Robinson's one. Um, and yeah, Connor Robinson's obviously with the Dallas Jackals, which is super cool for him. Um, he's actually been spending a bit of time with us um, at the moment now in our high performance camp, which is cool. Um, he's, a, he's a top man. Um, and then da- back down the line, so Cam Davidovitz and Cole Fakira, obviously who are superstars, they've they've worn the independence jersey. Okay. Um, probably our like most recent graduate would be Ethan Fryer, um, uh-huh. who's obviously a, a young kid coming through. Uh, he played a number of games for the Indies before he made his MLR debut, um, and he's been for a you know he's been for a massive year next year for the Freedicks. I think he's in he's in awesome shape. Um, and he's an awesome prospect for us to, to have in that loose forward trio, which is already um, pretty stacked with talent, as you know. Incredible. Yeah, the best in the MLR. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, nobody can stand up to our loose forwards uh, in New England for sure. You know, Ethan was just on the show like a month ago. And of course, we've had Cam and the Eagle on previously. Love those guys. I, I'm i a big fan of Connor Robinson. I, I wish he would make his way back up here at some point. You know, a Boston yeah. guy through and through, played at Boston College, went to Boston College high school, I believe, as well, mm-hmm. you know, has made his way through the um, the Mystic uh, youth programs and, and continues to play with them, looked really, really good in the ARP uh, season as well. Any special kits for the boys for this trip uh, in Belfast coming? Yeah, yeah, it's good. And that's the first question I always get asked, right, is <laughs> the kit. Yeah, yep. so now we're we're doing um we're doing a full full set of kit through Kappa, which is cool. So wow, obviously, yeah, obviously Kappa's come on with the MLR. So we're just going through the design of that at the moment, um, and, and we'll have off field kit as well for the for the indies. So yeah, it, it's sort of a part of contractual um, obligations with MLR that Kappa also also has to be the primary outfitter for academy teams. So um, yeah, for us, it was sort of a a bit of a, a kick in the guts because I just got a, a brand new set of Paladin kit done for our academy. So really, I have to go. Yeah, now I have to go and get Kappa done. Um, so I mean, it's yeah, it's all part of it. So, do you have the the Paladin ones that can't be used, or, or 
Yeah, so that was yeah, that was our junior jacks kit. So um, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm thinking about maybe just patching up the, <laughs> the Peloton logo for a bit. But um, there you yeah, go. I mean that the Indies will get a, a, a nice shiny new set of kit to to rip over there in Oslo, which would be really cool. Um, Ollie Excellent. Gilpin, as you know, extremely talented with his oh, designs. The best. And, yeah, he's whipping up a really cool looking jersey and stuff. So yeah. That's fantastic. Super excited to see that in person there in Belfast. Uh, what's the preparation going to look like for the Indies as the approach may before heading to Belfast? Are they going to be play some other academy teams in MLR prior to that? Yeah, so uh, like a lot of the players would have just finished their collegiate season. So right. we're going to have on the on the 14th of April, we're going to have a, a combine, a bit of a combine, and that's mainly for not necessarily just those Ulster boys, but anyone else that wants to be involved with our indie spring season. Because uh, outside of the Ulster match, we've got, um, you know, a, a schedule lined up just outside of that. But just so we're going to have a bit of an ID ID event there. Um, and, and the squad will basically assemble for five weeks in preparation for that first game. Um, we'll play a red versus blue inter-squad game at one of our home matches. Mm-hmm. And then we'll head over to to Ulster. Um, we've also got the Atlantic Selects coming over at the back end of May by us, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, preparation's relatively short, but it's something we're used to. And yeah, I'm a big believer. Like you know, boys are, are fit and fresh off their collegiate seasons. You don't need to have a lot of time to get because they're already, you know, they're already seasoned for the game. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the coaches will just give them their blueprint and, and make sure we get our things down packed. So um, we should hit the ground running in, in Belfast. Absolutely. You know, them playing their college games, you know, and then slipping right into the 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 uh, indies uh, kits. You know, that's that's something that's going to be a, a strength for sure for them. It's not like they're yeah. going to be completely cold, you know, going over to Belfast, having not played any games in a couple of months. So that's encouraging for sure. Um, yeah. I'm sure the boys will be up for it. I mean, it's going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity for those guys. It's the first ever Free Jacks trip to a foreign country, uh, and that's that's going to be really, really special. Of course, other than the games yeah. itself, so what are you most looking forward to doing in Northern Ireland? Yeah, it's re- really important, and like outside of the rugby, like these trips are uh, always about having fun, right? Having the best experience with your mates, and like that is that's what. That's what we love about the game of rugby is outside of the 80 minutes, yeah, you get to have a blast together. So we're going to go watch the Ulster v Leinster match, which yep. will be epic. Um, that's a, a cross-border rivalry. So Ulster Rugby's kindly donated us um, a set of tickets for that so we can enjoy that occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then outside of the captain's run, we're going to go to um, a couple of historical things of Belfast. They've got a, a Titanic exhibition or museum there which i know the boys are keen to see yep um and then honestly if, if we're being honest the the boys get to go out and, and have some guinnesses after our game um <laughs> i've sort of said like i'll be saying you know right up until the game you know we're business and and we're we're solely focused on the job at hand but after that and enjoy everything that belfast has to offer because um, that's what it, that, that's what it's about so yeah that, that's the mindset i mean when i first sort of told people that we're we're heading over to Ulster. You know the reactions are like, "Oh, you're sure you want to do that? You're gonna get, you're gonna get hammered, you're gonna get smashed." But in order for us to to get better and and right. make make free jacks rugby better, make American rugby better, we need to keep playing good rugby teams. Absolutely. You know, and going overseas and playing good rugby teams is only gonna make us better, right? It's pretty simple mm-hmm. shit. So yeah, that's yeah. how I look at it. 
it's not rocket science, right? You want to play better opponents so that you can get better. Iron sharpens iron. All of those, right. you know, those sayings are true. Um, you want to play some of the best available so you can see where you're at and then get better. That's just the bottom exactly. line for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great, great point there. Um, and yeah, I, I wanted to mention that, you know, I, I want to see a lot of the Rangers over there. It's not just myself going. I'm encouraging everybody that's watching this or listening to this right now. Look at your calendar. I'm heading over on the 13th um, and uh, I'm staying until the 19th. So the game is on the 16th. I believe the Leinster and Ulster match is on the 18th, which is that Saturday. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot to do in Northern Ireland there in Belfast. Uh, a couple things that I looked up, obviously you mentioned the Titanic Museum looks awesome. Uh, the natural beauty of the Giants Causeway looks really cool. There's a bunch of castles that you can visit. And also the Game yep. of Thrones studio tour, Game of Thrones for people that aren't aware, was filmed in Ireland and more specifically, mostly in Northern Ireland where we're going. Wow. So, and yeah, then, you can do like a studio tour of the, the whole the Game of Thrones props and all that sort of stuff. So if you're into that, you definitely got to check that out. So anybody that's listening to this, you know, clear your calendar. My understanding is that there's not going to be a free Jacks game that it's going to be a bye week for us, or at least hopefully uh, based on the, the latest schedule that might come out. Wills, I don't know if you know one way or the other on that. Yeah, that was the version number. I'm not, I'm not sure what that was, but yeah, I think <laughs> whenever the planning was underway, it was aligning um, to the week, which is which is great because uh, I guess it sort of gives uh, it gives the academy boys a bit of spotlight for that week, which is super cool, you know. And Absolutely. Any talk of streaming the game? I have actually asked them. So the the good thing about it being in the the Premiership Stadium is that they've got the capabilities there just to roll it out. So yep. they haven't confirmed it with me, but I know I mentioned to you about doing a. A Jack's Rangers live. It would live be incredible. Stream, so. yeah, yeah, a little watch along. Yeah, for all the uh, the Rangers that won't be able to make it, all the Free Jacks fans out there that will be interested to see how the Indies do, uh, maybe we'll get a live stream going for sure. I think that'd be a blast. Uh, any other discussions about travel packages for fans that want to make the trip over to make it a little bit easier, or is that all on us? That's a great question. That's the curler. Um, I'll be busy <laughs> sorting out the the travel packages for the players, but um, right. I can certainly look at some for the fans. Like we were super fortunate um, to get a really good, a really good price with JetBlue um, to get us over there, and then um, the Ulster Rugby have a number of partners that have linked us into hotels and things like that. So mm-hmm. I can certainly sure. ask those partners if I'm sure if they want a bit of extra re- revenue for some, some beds. Um, there you go to to open it up to fans. So. Absolutely. Let me give you a TV TV signal. Excellent. You know, the, the first regiment is reorganizing. And in that process, one of the things that we talked about is we want to have excellent away trips to places like, well, we were talking about New York, unfortunately, rest in peace. That's not going to happen. But DC, maybe a trip out there. But what better way to kind of really um, show that the first regiment is a very, very serious fan us, um, association and organization then try to plan us all going over to Northern Ireland. I think that would be sick. Uh, what oh, yeah. message do you have for the Rangers out there uh, leading up to the Belfast trip? Oh, I sort of read around at your words, like it's the great thing about being in Boston. It's not a, it's not a massive trip to go. You know, it's not like you're heading over to New Zealand or Australia right. or whatever. That's the beauty of it. So if you are in a position to go, I know, um, it would be so special for the academy academy lads to have a, a traveling party like you guys do a great job for the senior games. Um, Absolutely. And I already know the occasion it's going to be, you know, for them being at that stadium and on the road and things like that. So to have some some um, red, white, and blue in the, in the grandstand in, in Ireland would be uh, 
I'm sure a dream come true for some of these boys. For me too, just to see that. Like, Absolutely. I'm going to be loud as hell. You know, like, I mean, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, as I said earlier. So I'm going to, I mean, I, I'm going to be loud, you know, like, and right. I hope that a bunch of the Rangers show up and, and we support our boys, you know, the Indies um, there in Belfast. We're going to get some looks for sure. I'm sure, uh, you know, but that's just, that's the fun of, <laughs> that's the fun of away days is you want to, the, the most boisterous and most like beating my chest as a Free Jacks fans happens on away days, guys. Like that's when you really want to like, you know, you know, beat your chest and show I'm a Free Jacks fan because when you're at home, like you're amongst all of us, like we're all Free Jacks fans. But when you're away, like there's just something special about going to somebody else's venue and being loud as hell as a Free Jacks supporter. So highly recommend oh, yeah. it. I will say before we get out of here, um, I've already booked my trip in terms of lodging and also the plane. And it was like $1,300 for all of that for six days in total. That's round trip airfare and the hotel, $1,300, not that much money, guys. So definitely look into it. Um, if you guys want some tips from me, reach out to me. I'll help you out in terms of travel. And maybe Willsey can as well. But I want to see as many Free Jacks fans in Belfast as possible. And with that, I've got one word to exit the video in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah!